Hey friends, welcome to the Start Scared Podcast, where we are mamas who are wanting, craving, needing more in our lives outside of just being a mom. We love our babies, but man, have we lost ourselves in the chaos of everyday mom life. My name is Christy, and I'm a wife, mama, teacher, health and wellness coach, and an Enneagram 6 who used to be bound by what I thought I was supposed to say, do, or be. So much so that I'm trying to discover who Christy is right now in real time. Together, we're going to have honest and real conversations just like girlfriends chatting over a cocktail on the back porch. We're going to cut through the BS stories we tell ourselves and find clarity to start scared on putting ourselves first so that we can live out the hopes, dreams, and desires that God has placed on our hearts, even if we don't know what that is quite yet. But I got you. We're in this together. So grab that after bedtime cocktail, meet me on the back porch, and let's do this. Hey friend, how are you today? I hope that you are having the day that you need to have. If today is your first day here, welcome. You belong here. I'm Christy, the host of this podcast that I love so much and that I pray that you find value in. If you have listened to a few episodes and are back for another one, welcome. You belong here. If you are an OG and show up every single week, welcome. You belong here. I am so grateful that All of you are here today because I'm super pumped for this topic. But before we get started, you may or may not know that I have a free text list. I love the community that this podcast is creating, and I love getting messages from you about what you love about the show or topic suggestions or topic ideas. And I thought, what what better way to be in contact with each other than to set up a free text list for us to be able to communicate more effectively with each other and to get, get to know each other better. So once or twice a week, I send you an affirmation or a kick in the pants or a motivational quote, and I send it straight to your phone. You can also text me podcast topics or questions you may have or things you just want to chat about. I actually block off some time each day to spend answering those text messages, and it is one of my favorite things to do. So to subscribe, all you have to do is text start scared. Make sure it is all one word to 855-849-0997 and you're in. It is that easy. I will also put this information in the show notes for you to access as well, just in case you're driving or you're doing the laundry or you're taking a shower and you can't type that into your phone right now. You can access it from the show notes. But again, it is text Start scared. Make sure it is all one word to 855-849-0997. I cannot wait to hear from you and connect with you and get to know you a little bit better. All right. So I listened to a podcast episode a couple of weeks ago all about the five love languages. I think it was on the the Shaleen show, but I'm not 100% sure. So don't quote me on that. But it made me think that you might want to learn a little bit about it, too, since we're all about building relationships around here. So I took to Instagram. And if you're not following me, please do. It's at Christy Lockhart. I love connecting with you. I love chatting with you. I love getting to know you better. So slide on into my DMs and let's chat. All right, squirrel. Anyway, I asked you if you would like an episode on the five love languages and you said yes. So here we are. Today's going to be very surface level information. So if you already know a little bit about the five love languages, please don't think that this episode is not for you because it is. So stick around because I may have some information that you've never heard of or thought of before. Plus, I also am going to include some personal experiences that I've had with the five love languages. Plus, I'm also going to answer two listener questions. So make sure you stick around. So the best place to get more in-depth information is the book, The Five Love Languages. And it was written by Dr. 
Dr. Gary Chapman. So after you're done listening to this, make sure you go check out that book. Dr. Chapman is an author. He's a speaker, a counselor, and he has a passion for people and for helping them form lasting relationships. The Five Love Languages is one of Chapman's most popular books, which, get this, has sold over 20 million copies. And it has been on the New York Times bestsellers list since 2007. So if you're interested in reading the five love languages, I put the link in um, for the book on uh, Amazon in the show notes below this episode. So you can check that out. There's also a website at fivelovelanguages.com. Five is written as a number, not in word form, where you can take the quiz online and learn more about each type. And then uh, you can take it, your partner can take it, and then you guys can kind of compare what your love languages are. Okay, so first of all, why the five love languages. Well, basically different people with different personalities give and receive love in different ways. So by learning to recognize these preferences, you create a stronger relationship and you're able to help solve problems that arise. So as the title suggests, there are obviously five different types, five different love languages. So I'm going to go through each one of them right now and kind of give you some background information, a little bit of information or a little bit more detail about what each of those love languages, um, entails. So the very first one is acts of service. And this is for those who feel that actions speak louder than words. Because my number one love language is acts of service. In order for me to feel loved, I like when Frank or anyone really takes time out of their day to help me with a task, whether it is Frank emptying the dishwasher because he knows I don't like to, or our exchange student Eric helping to cook dinner, or when my six-year-old Bruce holds the door open for me, or when my 15-year-old Addison asks if I have any laundry that needs to be done since she's about to do hers too, or when our 17-year-old Malcolm offers to drive. So the acts of service typically are very small. They're very insignificant things to other people, but when that's your primary love language, they mean the world. All right, so the second love language is receiving gifts. And for some people, receiving a heartfelt gift or a handwritten note is what makes them feel most loved. And usually, these are not big, extravagant, expensive gifts. They're typically small, thoughtful ones that someone saw and knew, I know exactly who would love this. They are usually out of the blue and just to let you know that they were thinking of you. The third love language is quality time. This language is all about giving the other person your undivided attention. Put your phone away. Well, not until after you listen to this podcast, but put your phone away. Quality time does not mean quantity time. So please don't think that you have to spend hours upon hours upon hours doing something to make this type of person feel loved. But having a conversation with eye contact and with your phone not within arm's length can go a very long way. I know without even needing to give my six-year-old Bruce um, this quiz that his love language is quality time. All he wants is me to be with him and to play. Not on my phone, not listening to a podcast, podcast completely undistracted and completely focused on him. This is something that I, I continue to struggle with. But when we know better, we do better, right? And I'm in real time working on this. And I continue to fail most days. But when things are in the forefront of your mind, you tend to pay more attention to them, even when it's hard. So spending quality time doing things together, having that shoulder time that is undistracted. 
All right, number four is words of affirmation. This language uses the words, uses words to affirm other people. Your unsolicited compliments or your unsolicited and genuine encouragement really mean the world to these people. And these people need to hear your genuine praise. A, you're, you're going to do great before a big presentation or a genuine thank you so much for mowing the grass today. It has never looked better. This is Frank's primary love language and you can physically see him gain confidence Every time I give them a compliment. So that's their their primary love language. They need that affirmation. They need that encouragement and that little boost of self-confidence that they're doing a good job. Number five is physical touch. And to this person, nothing speaks more deeply than physical touch. And we're not talking about like a majorly sexual way. This can be holding hands in the car, a hug when your partner gets home from work, touching your partner's shoulders when he or she is sitting at the kitchen table reading the newspaper. I've once heard someone who, this is their primary love language, say, when my spouse just just touches my neck, it sends an electric shock waves through my body. All right, so those are the five love languages in a nutshell. And to recap, they are acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, and physical touch. I am willing to bet that before reading the book and before taking the quiz, you can probably already identify what your primary love language is. And if you are in a relationship, you probably can identify what your partner's love language may be, right? Am I right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you can. But oftentimes, we show love in the same way we receive love. But we have to be careful because most of the time our partners do not have the same love languages as us. And this is why knowing our partner's love language is so important. So, for example, if my mom's love language was quality time, but I got her and I'm thinking of you gift, even though I'm sure she would like it and she would say thank you, it wouldn't have the same effect as if I went kayaking with her. Does that make sense? And my husband, Frank, knows that my primary love language is acts of service. So he goes out of his way to ask me, what can I do to serve you today? What do you need help with? And in full transparency, sometimes I roll my eyes and I get annoyed because I wanted to just be able to look around the house and know what to do. But I have to stop and I have to remind myself that he's trying to speak my love language so that I know that he loves me. My husband's primary love language is words of affirmation, and I'm still working on growing in this area, but all he needs is a thank you, a good job, a way to go for cooking or cleaning or emptying the dishwasher, and it makes him feel good, and it makes him feel loved. It makes him feel proud, and then, you know what the awesome thing is? Is that it makes him want to continue to do those things, those acts of service, so that he can continue to get the praise. Do you see how both partners win in the situation? Real quick, I hope that you are loving today's episode and that you are finding value in it, but I want to make sure that I loop you in on something that I have going on right now. As you may or may not know, I host monthly virtual accountability boot camps where me and a bunch of mamas come together in a private Facebook group to work on our nutrition, our fitness, and our mindset because we know that we have to put ourselves first and fill our own cups first before we can successfully pour into others. And the month of November is all about gains and gratitude. This month, we are going to show gratitude for our bodies by fueling them with delicious treats and moving them each day. Then we're going to share gratitude by reflecting on our days, tracking the things that we're grateful for, both big and small, every single day. We even have themed days throughout the week. Yes, I am pumped. Stronger than yesterday, Mondays. Eat, drink, and be thankful Tuesdays. Pump up Wednesdays. Thankful Thursdays. Never have I ever Fridays. Accountability Saturdays. And gains and gratitude Sundays. And don't 
don't worry if you are not listening to this in real time because I host these groups every single month. But if you are interested in learning more about what's going on this month, check the link in the show notes or message me a red dress dancing girl emoji. I don't know why I picked that one. It just sounded fun on Instagram at Christy Lockhart and we can chat about what would be a good fit for you. All right, girl, let's get back to the juice of this episode. I also received a couple of questions from women who were curious and wanted to know more about the five love languages, and I thought they were great, so I wanted to include them here. So the first question I got was, can you have more than one love language? So you may have noticed that I have said multiple times primary love language. So the short answer is yes, you can. You have a primary love language, that's your first, your top one, and a secondary love language, your second one. So when you take the quiz, especially if you take it online, they will actually give you a percentage for each of the five love languages. And usually your top two will be close in percentage, meaning that that's your primary and that's your secondary. Meaning that if your top two were acts of service and quality time, then if someone were to show you love with a walk in the park without cell phones, it would make you feel pretty dang loved. And the second question I got was, can your love languages change throughout the years? And honestly, when I first got this question, I didn't think it was true. I didn't think that your your love languages change. I thought they I actually thought it was similar to the Enneagram that you test whatever it is and you stay that number or that love language forever. But that is not the case. So Frank and I took the five love languages quiz when we were dating. So it was almost 11 years ago. And we read the book together. We each took the quiz um, that we found in the book. And after answering the questions, it ranks each love language from most important to least important for each individual person. So 11 years ago, I tested one, acts of service, two, receiving gifts, three, quality time, four, words of affirmation, and five, physical touch, which always made me laugh because Frank's number one is words of affirmation and and two is physical touch. And those were my bottom two. But I was talking to my, my therapist, Brooke, the other day about the five love languages and how Frank and I were so vastly different. When I told her that my bottom two were words of affirmation and physical touch, she mentioned that she was surprised that words of affirmation wasn't higher on my list as or as high on my list as she thought it would be. So she suggested I take the quiz again because, and I didn't know this at the time, but it seems quite obvious to me now that your love language can change based on the season of life that you're in. And when I first took the five love languages back in April 2011, my primary love language was acts of service and my secondary love language was receiving gifts. And now at the time of this recording in October uh, 2021, my primary is still acts of service, but my secondary love language is quality time. But my top three love languages are very close in percentages between acts of service, quality time, and words of affirmation. Do you see how that those receiving gifts, that's fallen to number four. It went from number two to number four. And the lowest of low, both times I took the test is physical touch. I actually scored 0% on physical touch when I took it the other day. And uh, yeah, so oops, sorry, break. But because that's his secondary love language, I have to be really careful not to be too standoffish. So I'm curious. One, Was this type of episode useful for you? Um, Because obviously this is a come with me podcast. Let's learn and grow together. I'm making this content for you so that you can find value in it and so that you can learn and grow as well. Um, And two, I want to know what your primary love language is. So slide into my DMs and let me know, did you like this type of episode? Did you like the content? Did you find value in it? And what is your love language? 
Thank you again for being here. And as always, I am so incredibly grateful for you and our time together. Remember that this is not a look at me. I have all my ish figured out because I don't. I am learning and growing right along with you in real time. These are simply some tools that I've picked up along the way that have proven to be useful. And since sharing is caring, I want to fill you in on them in hopes that you find them useful too. All right, girl, I'll chat with you next week. Bye. Hey girl, Diddy Calls. Thank you so much for listening to the Start Scared Podcast. If anything resonated with you today, I would be honored if you would share it with a mama friend who may also need one of our back porch cocktail chats. Go ahead and share it with her right now. Or it would be totally awesome if you could screenshot and share this episode on social media and tag me at Christy Lockhart so I could get super excited and personally say thank you for taking the time to get our message out to even more mamas. I am so grateful that you're here and to be on this journey with you, girl. So cheers to you and our growth together. And remember, I am rooting for you and I love you. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.